What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast. And it's your boy, comedian Mike Goodwin, the bow tie comedian. So again, thank you so much for joining me on another episode. And as I always kick it off, each and every podcast with the On the Road Again segment. But before I say that, I must say I am a big fan of the Blue Blazer. This is one of my favorite clothing items. I don't even think I wear it enough. But when I do, I really like the classic style of a two-button gold button blue blazer so shout out to all the folks that are still concerned about their appearance their debonairness speaking of that i'm also wearing this bow tie that is pretty significant there's a clip that i i recorded it's been a number of years but it's a clip talking about uh, my fraternity I'm a proud member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. You may see the flag when I'm in my my normal office recording. There's a flag in the back. And there's a clip online that I did this joke concerning the fraternity and then older women. And on the video, this tie looks like it's the colors of, of, of black and gold. Now, black and gold are the colors of another fraternity. Shout out to Alpha Phi Alpha. They were founded in 1906 in Ithaca. No, no, they were founded in Ithaca, New York, Cornell University. A lot of good friends of mine. Matter of fact, uh, one of my best friends in the world, he's a member of A5A. And so on the video, a lot of folks were like, nice black and gold tie you got on like this not a black and gold tie just had crappy video so as you can see this tie has some red in it it's gold but it's blue it's it's not it's not black And, and and no shade to any other fraternities no shade at all when i was an undergrad that's what we did like we had chance we had slide remarks one thing I, I'm, I'm noticing as, I, I've, I, as I'm getting older, I very seldom even think about other organizations, negative or positive. Like, I, I just not, it's not a lot of bandwidth, right? And so I have a lot of younger nephews. They're members of, of Alpha also. Shout out to my nephews, which is, is fine, man. Like, I, I guess I've got, I don't know, man, I've gotten into this pretty cool place in life where, Hey man, y'all cool guys. And uh I don't have to denigrate you to make me feel good about my choice. And but that's just a kind of the natural ribbing of, of being in a in a fraternity, especially in an NP NPHC group, which is the National Panhellenic Council. Interesting enough, there may be an opportunity to talk about this on the podcast in a later date, but there's some Christians that have issues with fraternities. 
then there's just some people that just are pretty uh, ignorant to to black Greek letter organizations. Uh, so shout out to the Divine Nine. But again, this this bow tie. <laughs> I, when I put it on, I was like, "Oh yeah, man, this is a this is the tie with all the alphas on." And in it, this this video has gone viral, so there's a lot of of members of of Alpha in my in the comments. Not well, sometimes in my comments, but in the comments because another another account posted it, and everybody was going on about the black and gold bow tie. Now, one thing I would be very uh, I would be very able to wear black and gold bow tie because that's my high school colors. I went to Camden High School, and our colors are black and gold. So if you ever see me in a black and gold, that shout out to Camden. It's not. It's not to the Alphas, man. Now I always got like a cool saying, which I, I have no problem giving people props. The Alphas say that. Every great man is not an alpha, but every alpha is a great man. I think that's a very dope slogan. And I, much respect to the alphas. I got a lot of respect for alphas. A lot of influential folks. Matter of fact, Dr. Martin Luther King, who has been very influential in my life. Probably the most influential, influential figure I had outside of my family as a young person. Dr. King, when I was in the third grade. We had dress up as someone that you admire. And I, I legitimately dressed up as Dr. King. I had, a, I had a, a paper mustache that I wore to school, the Dr. King suit, and, and just in general of his courage and his life, I've taken quite a bit of his journey to heart. And he's been such an inspirational figure to me. Now, again, he's a flawed man. Not saying that he isn't. However, when I, as a as a nine year old, encountered him, uh, his flaws were not apparent to me probably until I was in my mid twenties. So for 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 the span of time that I knew who Dr. King was, had much respect and still do admiration for his life and his legacy. It it hits different. It hits different. So it's very, I wouldn't say sad, you know, in this day of time that we live in where folks, they just come to be, I, I, I really, I say this often, we live in the era of the troll. We live in the era of the troll. And I just think people like to be antagonistic. So shout out. To the Alpha, shout out to Dr. MLK. And again, he was very influential in my life, and I and I and I take great lessons. And he's a, a, a pillar, you know. He's probably in the route, Mount Rushmore of of individuals that I have looked at over the course of my years. But I also realized that I don't have to do everything Dr. King did, so I don't have to be in Dr. King's fraternity. I don't have to go to the school that Dr. King went to, and I think that's. Uh, a lesson I've learned. You can be influenced by folks, but not try to be an imitation of the folks. So on the road was just down in Orlando, Florida for the, for the hula bowl. I did the hula bowl. 
There, the Hula Bowl is an all star game for for hot for college football players, and for many, this may be their last time playing on the gridiron. And so there was a banquet that included induction of past pro uh, past Hula Bowl players. They honored uh, Reggie White. The Minister of Defense, Willie Roof, if you remember him, it was a big offensive lineman, played a number of years for the Saints. Uh, Ron Simmons out of Florida State, he was also a wrestler. Some of the folks that they inducted. So there was a banquet that I did comedy for on Thursday night. And on Friday night, I did uh, a set for the folks that played in a golf tournament, a celebrity golf tournament. Burn the tape. Burn the tape. This was not good, people. This, If this weekend and, and <laughs> at the Hula Bowl was the national championship game, I was TCU. I did not have the performance in which I wanted to have. Now, now granted, Bombing means different things to me. So if you talk to someone at the event, they would say, man, that guy was funny. He had a great set. But in terms of my personal standard and how I do what I do, burn the tape. There's nothing in that tape. Not not much. There may be a little bit that I can, I can go on. I just, it was one of those. It was one of those days. It was one of those people. I'm talking about the whole time. That entire, uh, the entire event. There was, I, I went and did it. Like, I, I went, I earned my stripes. I'll say that. Your boy earned his stripes. And if you know me personally, I can tell you all the ins and outs. There were some logistical things. Microphone issues, technology, you know, technology issues, technical issues that made things very challenging for me. At the end of the day, Mike Goodwin is going to show up and I'm going to do what I was brought there to do. But in terms of my personal standard and how I execute my craft, woo! I was TCU, baby. <laughs> I scored seven points in the national championship game. It was, it was not good. It was not good. Matter of fact, uh, I was down in Orlando, and I guess wherever I was at, I noticed there was a Win Dixie there. If you're not familiar, Win Dixie is a grocery store that primarily um, is located in the South. And I had a joke about Win Dixie back in the day. <laughs> but a lot of Win Dixies, I don't know if they've been bought by another friend, another organization, and they rebranded. But Win was spelled W I N N, and Dixie, right? And so, my joke <laughs> that I and I actually did this joke one time, and I think there was a rep, maybe a high exec from Win Dixie at the actual show as a fundraiser. Again, if I. If I'm not mistaken, it was in Florida. This time it was, it was in Jacksonville. 
So the joke that I had, basically, if I can remember it, it was like, I saw, I was driving, I saw the, I noticed the name of the grocery store, Win Dixie. I'm like, what do you want Dixie to win? <laughs> the war? And then, so the other piece of the joke was, and if you look, win is spelled with two N's. We all know what the other N stands for. Win, Dixie. <laughs> it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark, and it, it, it hits a it hits a place. But that was one of my man. I enjoyed doing the Win Dixie joke. It's all Win Dixie down in Florida, Orlando, where I spent. Uh, a couple of days. Wasn't able to go to the actual Hula Bowl. I had to get back because I had another show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Battle Creek Church in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma for one of my favorite events to do, Date Night. We did a Date Night comedy show. It was myself, another comedian, Johnny W. and Ted Cuttingham. I always enjoy working with other comics. Oftentimes on the road, it's just me. So anytime I get to work with other comics, it's a pleasure. And I had a great time. It was my rebound gig. Uh, that time in, uh, in, 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 at the date night, I was Georgia. I was Georgia at the date night. I was not TCU. So that was on the road. And I'm this week getting prepared for a couple of shows. So I'll share those in the upcoming Podcast, but as you ooh ooh, burn the tape, baby. Now let's get into the best advice ever. So the best advice ever that I would share with you is something that I learned as a young man, and it's actually something that's scriptural out of the Bible. I was reading, and so. Anytime, as if you think about, if you think about advice, the proverbs have great advice, and so the best advice ever is stop talking so much. Hey man, you're talking too much. So in proverbs, there's verse, there's scripture in proverbs, proverbs seventeen, twenty seven and twenty eight. I have the the King James version. Read. That's how they used to do it back in the. Back in the Pentecostal church, the pastor would be doing his sermon. And so every time he referred to a scripture, he would yell out, read. And someone would, he that has knowledge spareth his word. Stop right there. And so they would, <laughs> they would preach. He that has knowledge. This is a man of learning. This is an intellectual man. You know, so they would, they would preach. Then once they would finish exhortating they would yell read again and then the person would continue <laughs> reading but i'm not doing that he that has knowledge spareth his words a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit even a fool when he holdeth his peace is counted wise and he that sheddeth his lips is esteemed a man is esteemed a man of understanding. So I saw this. I saw this happen 
in real time. So as many of you, I might've mentioned at our building, we have a headquarters building where my office is located where I record the podcast. That's why I'm in here. We had a, a water pipe burst flooded. So we had folks inside the building, cleaning the building, had this contractor come, great contractor. He has folks that he hires to come and and do some of the the cleanup. So I'm sitting in my office doing some work, being a diligent man of understanding. And to not expose the uninnocent, there's a person that works in the building also, and this person is uh, related to everybody so this person is doing work and I, i'm just i'm just sitting in my office and i hear and there's there's, there's folks that's doing the cleanups they, they, they you know they're moving stuff they're throwing things away i don't know these folks never met these folks a day in my life they were hired by the the contractor to come in and do the clean I, I greeted the folks i've talked to them i was like hey they asked hey do you have some trash bags very superficial interactions very cordial hey let me know if you need anything that type of situation so i'm sitting in my office and the other person that works inside the office strikes up a conversation with the folks and in less than five minutes this person has told everything about that i'm a comedian my daughter started that my daughter and my wife started this hair thing my daughter's in the 10th grade like personal information with people that's just here to do a job this is not that's a lot of information in a no time so i'm texting the person like hey please stop talking please talk about the weather please have a conversation about something that's not personally attached to our family what are you doing stop talking people that's That's the advice I want to share with you. You don't have to. Part of it, I I think part of it, and I've I've had to learn this personally. Part of it is nervousness. You, You want to impress. So you keep talking, you keep saying things, you keep rambling on. I was watching something on Instagram and the guy was talking about men that, get nervous around attractive women and they just keep like they just keep talking and it's like that's I think that's that's a real thing like just be confident and comfortable in who you are just stop talking my grandmother said the reason you have two ears and one mouth is you should be listening more than you're talking just just stop talking. Silence is golden. It's golden. I had to tell myself this for the podcast. People, y'all know it was going too long. I was doing too much talking. Come on, man. Get to the point. Keep it moving, bro. Ham. Quit having diarrhea of the mouth. It's okay not to talk. It's okay to spareth your words and if you don't have that skill i i I would encourage you to practice it i would encourage you to be deliberate about turning off the faucet you know think about 
why even brushing your teeth i learned that sometimes we run the water while we're brushing our teeth and you're wasting water so if you're not using the water turn the faucet off stop the faucet don't don't if if no they say hey man where you from i'm from columbus south carolina Oh man, South Carolina's cool. I'm not saying I'm from Columbia, California, but I live in a town, Irmo. Irmo is in this subdivision. I don't live that far from the mall. You know, the malls are, hey, bro, I just asked where you was from, my guy. You know, right around the corner is the Total Wines. <laughs> Sir, stop talking. Simmer down. Zip it. Zip it, zip it, zip it up, zip it up. So that that's the that's the advice, the best advice ever is to stop talking. If you find yourself in social settings, you find yourself in interaction, even Uber. Like I don't put the I don't. I I, I guess it's an option to not talk to the people. I talk if you want to talk. But like the scriptures, even a fool is considered to be wise if he keeps his mouth closed. We've, I've, I've seen it. I don't know. If we've all seen. I've seen it. Seen people that are talking, and before they were talking, be like, "Man, I thought that was a sharp person. I thought that was a pretty smart guy, pretty smart girl." Person's crazy. So that's the best advice ever. Hope that will give you a tool to put in your toolbox. And so as we transition to the next part, I enjoy this part. What you're not going to do. This is the what you're not going to do. I I saw something in the paper. I wanted to to highlight it because it was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, for those of you that don't know, what you're not going to do is a make-believe word. Five syllables, one word. It's a word I heard a lot growing up. And if I were to define what you're not going to do, if I would give you a definition of what that was, it was it's basically a warning. It's something that says, hey, that's probably not the best course of action. So if you're in a car, especially with a black man, and you go to reach for his radio, what you're not going to do is touch my radio. Don't touch black man's music. It's a warning. What you're not going to do. So I saw in the paper, um, I I don't even know. (laughs) This was the top catches of, of 2022. And it's basically... Things that TSA found in luggage. And I, I'm not going to do all of them. There's 10 of them. But there's some ridiculous things that the TSA. Because I'm always, when I go through TSA, I'm thinking, what are y'all looking for? Because I'm, I'm being selfish. I'm thinking that Mike Goodwin's not smuggling drugs. Mike Goodwin not does not have any weapons in his carry-on. So why do I have to? But apparently, there are people that are... And so I will submit my luggage to interrogation because there are people carrying things that have no business carrying. A couple of them. A grenade in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Mitchell Airport, July 29th. 
a grenade. You pull the pin and you throw it. It explodes. Was found in somebody's luggage. Peanut butter firearm. Officers found dis- disassembled parts of a of a handgun wrapped in plastic and a magazine loaded with ammo inside jars of peanut butter at JFK. This was December the 22nd. A grenade. A disassembled handgun in jars of peanut butter. And a gun inside of a chicken. Those are the three I'll share. The TSA, this was November the 7th. They experienced an unpleasantly early Thanksgiving feast when they discovered a handgun stuffed inside a raw whole chicken at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Come on, man. What you're not going to do is smuggle weapons, drugs, fentanyl. Somebody put fentanyl in candy boxes. (laughs) That's what you're not going to do. Here's another word you're not going to do that I learned. And uh, shout out to my buddy, Trey Brave. I, I think I'm going to be talking about Trey Brave every episode. So I just had a conversation with someone about, I take pictures with fans, and, and oftentimes fans are women. And so one thing I just had a conversation about was, if you're taking a picture, put your hands on their shoulders. You need to have your hands being shown, right? <laughs> and so that just becomes it, it's similar to what the scripture says let your let your uh, good not be evil spoken of right so when I'm taking a picture I'm just I'm taking a picture I'm trying not to smile too hard I'm very sweaty it's typically after a show I've performed there's probably other people in life. so I'm not thinking about can these people see my hands? Because the thing is, at some point, folks will say, man, Mike Goodwin was grabbing my butt or he was touching me. And what's absolutely mind-numbing about that to me is you, you got to know me and my story about my wife to know that if someone comes out and says, hey, Mike Goodwin was grabbing my butt, you have to know that person's a crazy person because and and the quick part of my story especially as it relates to my wife me and my wife went to college together and when i first got to college i was not a a, a good i'm not good as not even the word i was not a christian man i was not an upstanding righteous man i was for the streets i was doing very street like activity i like like Jay-Z says, Jay-Z, the prophet, I like girls, 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 girls. So my wife saw and heard many of these stories. So I committed myself to when I proposed and, 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 and my, you know, we've had conversation about how she felt about me and, and, and the, the tales and the stories that were heard. And I committed to myself, like, my, I'll never put my wife in a position where she ever thinks or have to be concerned about another woman or, or women, right? And so I had a conversation with someone who was encouraging me to have my hands where you can see them in pictures. And so that's, I got to be more mindful of that. But I, I personally, I, I'm like, 
Bro, I'm 47, bro. I'm not grabbing people on their butts. If you can't see my hands, just think positively. Like Mike hands. And when I do take pictures, I ball my hands up and I like sit them on people's back. But my buddy, Trey Bray, is always like, <laughs> there you go again. Like I'm doing very nefarious things with these women. I'm not. We just taking pictures. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. So what I'm not going to do is have pictures with beautiful women and you don't know where my hand's at because people are like, well, it's me. I'd be rubbing this woman up. I'm not. I'm not rubbing this woman up. My wife is uh, more than enough. It, it takes more than enough activity and energy to, to be able to meet the demand at my house. I have, I have insufficient funds on the road. Nothing to give. All right, folks. And before we roll out of here, I'm going to give you the podcast word of the day. And it's, I, I saw this word. I found it to be very interesting. It's exorious. Exorious. Yes. U-X-I-R. No. U-X-O-R-I-O-U-S. Exorious. And that basically means a very submissive husband. A husband who is... Uh, who is <laughs> is whooped? That's one of the words that people use. Whooped. Who's very sub uh, subservient to his to his spouse. Speaking of spouses, that's so that's the exorious is the word podcast word today. And speaking of, of 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 spouses, you know I'm always starting new segments. So this new segment I'm going to introduce and basically call flowers. I think we need to give people their flowers while they can smell it. So shout out to my beautiful wife, the wife that is the wife of my youth, the wife that I am more and more and more enthralled with romantically than I have ever been in my life. She is the twinkle in my eye, the apple. She is the honey on my bun. Rosalind Goodwin, the mother of our daughter, our children, my daughter and son. And just one of the best people that I've had the privilege to know and spend my life with. So again, man, thank y'all so much. We've reached the end of another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast. I think I got a little bit over the 30, but we're we, we, we right in the range. We got some grace. Uh, I would love for you to send in questions. If you have a question, you can send questions in the info at Comedian Mike Goodwin. Dot com. That's info at comedian Mike Goodwin.com. We'd love for you to like, share, subscribe, tell people about the podcast, tune in, give reviews. I, all the reviews, I would love to have reviews. They're very important for me to grow the audience and let people know what I'm doing out here. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast with your boy, Mike Goodwin. Peace.